And we're back on Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith. And I'm Heather Carroll. And we're here proclaiming the gospel of Christ. Uh, so many beautiful things happening in our listening area as we continue to celebrate the mysteries of our faith. And uh, just got done speaking with Bishop John Lavore, the Diocese of New Ulm, about returning to Mass. And just uh, want to encourage our listeners that as we continue to practice our faith, um, to take it to the Lord, uh, pray to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, think about what's happening in your parish. Maybe there's a religious education opportunity this summer. And uh, think about how you and your family can receive from the gift of those of mm-hmm. those missionaries who are still out there proclaiming the gospel. We want to thank all our guests this morning. We've had some amazing guests, I know, Heather. It's been a great show. Uh, just uh, really showing about how no matter what, uh, we're in, we're fully engaged yeah. with. Uh, we're sharing the truth of the faith and uh, really uh, growing in our knowledge of our th- faith. That's one of the great things of Catholic Radio and, and our mission here at Real Presence Radio is to continue to educate and bring the truths of the faith into the hearts and minds of our listeners. And as a pastor, I hear often from our parishioners who said, I was listening to Called to Communion the other afternoon, and that Dr. Anders, you know, he <laughs> said this, and I've never looked at it that way before, right. but I learned something new about the faith. Or Catholic Answers Live in the afternoon yep. uh, during the drive time hour, and uh, they learn more about the doctrine of the faith or maybe a particular teaching, or maybe it was uh, Women of Grace or one of the other great shows we have here yeah. um, that Dr. Ray or any, anyone else on Real Presence Radio, keep the dial tuned here to Real Presence Radio because you always get a great education in the faith. Absolutely. And really, that the next uh, topic that we're going to speak about here is what is the real purpose of an education? Um, you know, we, we talk about catechesis, mm-hmm. um, sharing. Uh, we often give book recommendations like we did at the first uh, top of the show this morning with Father Hughes. Um, but we're joined this morning by Jerry Hilfer, who is a principal of St. Thomas Aquinas Catholic School in International Falls. Uh, Jerry, thanks for being on this morning on Real Presence Live. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Jerry, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and where you're at? Yeah, I can. Um, I've worked in public and private education for 40 years, so I'm a little, little long in the tooth. Uh, <laughs> I, I started teaching in parochial schools in Duluth and in Cloquet in 1975, hmm. but I spent most of my career in, in public school system at ISD 361 here in International Falls. I also was placed on unrequested leave back in the uh, eight, late 80s, and so my wife and I decided to have an adventure and get away for a while, so we moved to Chicago for four years, and we worked with the missionary obelisk of Mary Macklett, and I, I worked with them doing vocation recruitment, which was a little different. Oh, beautiful. And then... Um, in 2012, I retired, and um, I came out of retirement two years ago, and I'm currently working here at St. Thomas School in International Falls. I was going to say, you're flunking retirement. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I am. That's right. So, um, but throughout my career, I've taught all elementary grades, K through 6, and I spent 26 years as a teacher and 14 years as a building principal. So, and then also I, um, I did coaching. I coached baseball and basketball. And during the summers for 14 years, I directed a, a junior high church camp up in, on, on Rainy Lake in Canada for the parishes in Fort Francis International Falls. Mm-hmm. Um, I have also done uh, volunteer retreat work for the Diocese of Duluth when I was in my younger years in the 70s. Um, I've served uh, as a member of our parish choir, and I've participated mm-hmm. in community theater, uh, both on the stage and behind the scenes. I've been married for 43 years to my wife, Jean. Um, she's a graphic artist, 
and she works out of her studio on our 80-acre homestead. And we have no children, but we do have a dog and a cat, so that's a little bit about me. Wow, he makes me feel like a slacker. Well, if anyone, (laughs) any of our listeners want to know, want any ideas how to be a missionary disciples, uh, feel free to reach out to Jerry, because Jerry, uh, praise the Lord, you've done it all, even working with the uh, Oblates of Mary Immaculate there for a number of years, and and that's a beautiful testimony, uh, not only to that, but vocation, too, as you mentioned, you and your spouse. Um, But, you know, in all these works, you know, education, as you mentioned, has been one of the things... Uh, that you've spent a lot of time in your life. And today we really want to ask that question, what is, the, what is education's real purpose? Um, we, we have so many different higher education. I don't know if I've edu- ever stopped to think about it. Higher education, you know, that's a hot topic even these days with the cost of tuition for any number of institutions. But what is the real purpose of education? Well, before I answer, I just want to let you know that my answers and my comments as we talk today are not research-based, you know. I haven't sure. done a review of the current academic literature. This is basically my living wisdom, my beliefs, mm-hmm. you know, my personal philosophy, and it's based on my experience as an educator throughout the year. So, that, you know, that's where I'm coming from when we, when we discuss sure. these things. Okay. So if there's any experts out there listening say, hey, wait a minute, you didn't quite get that right, <laughs> I, I apologize right now. <laughs> Disclaimer, yes. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is a witness and a testimony of a of a man of God uh, in, yeah. the, in the life of the church uh, and as an educator. So, you know, what is this purpose of education, Jerry? Okay. Well, first of all, I, I have this belief that what we know best is already inside of us, and we know it instinctively, okay? And so school is a time and a place where we can discover and explore the world around us, reflect on it, on those experiences, and figure out who we are and what we have to offer the world. Hmm. And so that includes people's talents and dreams and aptitudes, their interests, you know, their abilities, and they got to discover those within themselves. So school's a place for that to happen, all right? And I don't think we do that enough with kids intentionally. We need to do that. Hmm. And then school is also a place, you know, to learn those skills that we're not born with. You know, it's a training ground for developing academic and social skills, you know, for social and, uh, you know, coping skills, and then ultimately work at vocation skills, you know, so it's, so it's a combination of those things. That's, 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 in my mind, the purpose of education. Interesting. And that's beautiful, as you mentioned, you know, it's, it kind of lays latent within ourselves. Uh, you know, here on Real Presence Live, we like to speak about truth, goodness, beauty, these like transcendental uh, properties or realities, facts of human existence, which we want to be awakened to in our life of faith, but also in our day-to-day life as members of the church, but also just members of civil society and, and want to, you know, understand and grow and learn and, and foster relationships and friendships. Uh, you know, a lot of the times that brings us up against the encounter of what does it mean to be, you know, live in our being uh, rather than just doing things all the time. We can easily become distracted by just doing. What does it mean to educate ourselves for being rather than doing? Yeah, and I think and part of it, before I answer, I just think we need to talk a little bit about our, our vision of, of students that we deal with. You know, they're not, mm-hmm. they're not a blank slate that we fill up or a computer that you program, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they're individuals, and they're, they're, they, you know, they seek acceptance and understanding and openness, and yet they need guidance and discipline 
and they need to have limited set and consequences, you know. Mm-hmm. And they vary greatly, and that's what's so hard um, for teachers is they vary greatly in their academic and personal interests and abilities, and you've got to try to meet all of those needs. That's, that's a tough job. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have different learning styles, but they really can all succeed. Um, and they function really well in order and routine. You know, we all like that. You know, we, we know what to expect, and this is how we do things. Um, and I, I guess for me, you know, the goal with Always Kids is to make instruction materials come alive for them, you know, where you capture their imaginations and where they're willing to take ownership of that learning. It's not just because I asked them to it, but it's something that, that they're excited about. But, you know, that's really hard work. And, and a lot of times you do that and, you know, it falls flat, but that's always something that we, that we always achieve for, you know, that, that, I, that I would work for. Um, and another thing is, you know, Garrison Keeler says, you know, we're, we're all above average, you know, and we're not all above average in all areas, you know. Mm-hmm. And we need to accept that averageness or below averageness in some of our, in some of our lives, you know, that that's okay, mm-hmm. you know. Um, what is it that I do well and what are those things I struggle with, you know. So we need to let students know that. Um, I want all my students to have competent, caring teachers, but you're not always going to have a special connection with each student, you know, that's, that's mm-hmm. unrealistic, you know. Um, you know, some people won't get me, and I've had that, you know, kids don't get me as much as others do. You know, our personalities, our interests might be different, so you you, you got to give yourself permission to, for that to be okay, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think, look back, I probably had two or three teachers in my whole career that, that really I connected and inspired me. You know, the others were really good teachers. So, you know, that's a pretty good batting average, you know, and so that's, mm-hmm. you know, that. but we always strive to do that. Um, uh, so um, what, uh, what is it that, that we do uh, for being rather than doing? You know, I don't think there's any specific changes or actions or procedures in the classroom, but rather what you do is you create an environment where that can take place. Mm. You know, teaching and, complex, teaching and learning is complex. It's relational. It happens in fits and starts. You know, it doesn't always run smoothly and easily. You know, so you have to allow for that. And it doesn't always necessarily follow that neat, well-planned scope and easy sequence that we work so much on as teachers, you know, and following those standards, you know. Um, and it's not always easily measured or quantified, those, those, um, those things where our being is, is enriched. Um, but uh, so we just need to allow ourselves to uh, take time to be reflective mm-hmm. and be pondering, you know, wonder, hope, dream, encourage people to do that. And then also we need to, have, we need to be willing to take on projects or assignments that, that are difficult and challenging. Um, with the possibility of failure. Sometimes kids are afraid of that. Sometimes we give think kids bite-sized pieces all the time where they all succeed. And I think we also need to have a balance of where, you know, you take on something where, where you struggle a little bit because, that, because the best way to get wisdom is through failure, you know, and then, and then you reflect on that. So we need to have, give people that opportunity to do that. And then I also I just think we need to be rooted in something larger than ourselves, you know, hmm. a value system, a community, a clan, a family, a group that's supportive, nurturing, where we're value accepted and we really feel safe, you know. So that, you know, those are the components that you need to, 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 to work on being, a, you know, work on our being rather than doing things, you know. Wow. This time of, uh, you know, the pandemic, Jerry, has definitely thrown uh, education into uh, kind of upended certain things, particularly at the end of the school year, mm-hmm. and uh, with all these different 
dynamics that you have spoken about, uh, particularly how uh, different students have different learning styles yes. and that there isn't one that just is a one-size-fits-all for every student. When we see a, an immediate shift to online or home learning in such a quick and jarring way like a global pandemic, um, that can be quite disturbing for a lot of our students. What would you say to any of our parents uh, who are listening right now who are just kind of, I know of several in my own parish, Jerry, whose heads have kind of been spinning because yeah. they're, they're even their Add own children, the uh, son or daughter <laughs> might have different learning styles and they're just trying to make sense of it. What kind of encouragement could you give them? And I understand exactly where they're coming from, and all my teachers are feeling the same way. We want these kids back in our classrooms. That's how we're more effective, you know? I mean, it really is, you know? Um, you know, the, the best part of teaching is with those kids, and then we've, we've been too away from them too long, you know? But I just think what you need to do is um, encourage them to, um, you know, Give it, a, give it a rest after a while, you know, go at it for a while and then take a break, you know, go at it for a while and take a break, those kinds of things. Um, and, uh, you know, just, um, and then also, I, I guess, really just hope for the best, you know, that things are <laughs> yeah. going to get better, you know. I mean, Hang I on think tight. We, right. We've got a long ways to go, but, um, you know, I, 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 I interesting. think we'll get there. Interesting to speak to some of my young people during the pandemic, kind of socially distanced, but I, I know one of my students here that's in my, you know, catechesis program, but when I said, well, how are your subjects going? And she would do math one day, you know, literature yeah. next day, uh, science and learning another day. And I thought that was really fascinating. So yeah. we're going to talk more about education here this morning. Uh, we're grateful to have our guest uh, who's on the, on the show with us. Uh, stay tuned right here on Real Presence Live. We'll be back. We're going to take a short break. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. You never know where Catholic Radio is going to bring people. I mean, with my friend, it was just in the privacy of his own car, I think. People dare, people dare explore faith, matters of faith, when there's nobody else around them, right? You don't, you don't know. And the other thing that has impressed me, being close to Catholic Radio over the years, is all the cards and letters that came in from people who weren't even Catholic. You know, that were the, the, what we call the nuns, you know, N-O-N-E-S. They just stumbled upon it, you know. And um, it's that, that's the power of Catholic Radio. Catholic Radio encourages, Catholic Radio educates, Catholic Radio motivates. But what is it doing? Ultimately, the people that are listening have to have the courage to say to others, would you like to join me on Sunday morning? Would you like to learn more about being a Catholic? In today's crowded higher education field, there's one university whose quality and personal care stands out from the crowd, the University of Mary. 
The University of Mary offers truly affordable, flexible adult education because your success is our priority. Here, you matter, and we're with you every step of the way to make sure you succeed. Choose a university community that cares about you as a student for life. Discover us at online.umary.edu slash discovermary. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith. And I am Heather Carroll. We're broadcasting live from Holy Cross Catholic Church in Ipswich, South Dakota, the heart of the Real Presence Radio Listening Network. And this morning, we're grateful to have been speaking about uh, the purpose of education, a hot topic these days as we live through a different educational awareness in our own faith. And uh, we're speaking with Jerry Hilfel, principal of St. Thomas Aquinas Catholic School in International Falls. And Heather, as a, as a mother of a, of a student yeah. in education, uh, you know, how how's it been going it, for you during it this It has time? not been going well. I have a 17-year-old who is now officially a senior, as she's let me know. Yeah. She finished up her schooling for her junior year. Um, I think um, what I have come to realize is that as parents, we tend to get into this focus of good grades good college, get a degree. I mean, and you get into this zone. And I've learned with my daughter the hard way Mm -hmm. (laughs) that maybe that isn't her path. Mm -hmm. And so I was wanting to hear from Jerry um, what encouragement you have for parents when you have a child that isn't fitting, quote-unquote, the mold of schooling. Mm -hmm. And I, I think especially when kids are juniors or seniors, um, you need to respect the the decisions that they make in terms of their education and then also live with the consequences of that. You know, if, if you're not going to apply yourself towards college, well, then then what are your options? You know, and, and talk that out, talk those through with them so that they realize, you know, that, you know, you're right. You do have a choice here. You know, you you can go this route, this route, and it depends on how you apply yourself or what are your other interests. You know that that mm-hmm. you know so you know so have those conversations. You know, and be respectful, like you know, be respectful about that, and and let them know what you think. But you know, in the end, you have to respect them. You know, you've 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 ta- you've, you've given everything you can for 17 or 18 years, and and now you have to trust that they're going to make those next steps. You know correct and you know they may make some mistakes along the way and then you're there to support them and and pick up the pieces after that but that's you know that's kind of where they are right now you know making making those decisions for their own and so as a parent you just kind of got to respect that a little bit you know and again hope for the rest hope for the best you know yeah jerry i i really want to say thank you for that because as a as a father as a catholic priest of parishes and I have spiritual children that are mm-hmm. entrusted to me, and I'm always educating them on the teachings of the Catholic faith. And that's what I've found most uh, helpful for me as a teacher of the faith when I work with all different populations is to respect their autonomy and to say, you have decisions. There's a path forward here mm-hmm. if you want to follow these teachings and, and of Jesus and of the way of Christian love. Mm-hmm. And there's a pathway forward of going your own route you have you as a child of god as a as a creature have that autonomy of freedom of following these ways 
I want for you to do what is best. And as yeah. I also, I'm telling you, I want what Jesus wants <laughs> and what God wants and what yeah. the Lord wants. And that's why I want to compassionately, while at the same time, uh, make you aware of these are the pathways that are forward. And yeah. it sounds the same in, in all forms of education that uh, we live that compassion, that love, but also that uh, directing people towards their ultimate good, which is union with God and love of him. You know, as St. Thomas Aquinas Catholic School, which you are the principal of, um, you guys encourage students to pursue wisdom. You know, what, is, what does that mean and look like for you um, in, in encouraging wisdom, uh, mm. love of truth and, and goodness? Well, first of all, you don't teach that. You just you kind of set an you know uh, an atmosphere where that 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 can happen. You know, mm-hmm. and and so that'll happen. And and so it's it's not the first thing you do, but it's something that you that you encourage. And so I think the first thing that we do is, as a staff, we model integrity, mm-hmm. and we operate out of a, def, a a defined value system. And that in a Catholic school. That is, it's much easier to do that in a Catholic school than a public school, because a public school, um, you may operate out of that, but it's not as pronounced or, or, or um, you know, identified as it is in the Catholic school. So that, so that makes it easier in a Catholic school. Mm-hmm. Also, what you want to always do is, is always challenge your students and yet be supportive and encouraging, you know? And then also, we're always teaching them the value of prayer, and you're letting give them a practice a chance to practice prayer, to be reflective, um, and so we're always developing those skills. And so that's another thing that helps you know develop develop that wisdom. And we also allow our students to struggle and sometimes fail. You know, set up mm-hmm. those ideas. And then we also work at exposing our students to adults who have a passion and mm-hmm. expertise and special skills in areas. And it's not always a classroom teacher who has these. You know, so we, we lean lots on volunteers. We have them come in and teach many lessons, you know, that with their specific skill or, t- or passion. Um, my wife is, uh, is an artist, and when I was in a public school back in the 90s, we wrote this grant for artists in residence program, and she taught, she taught art for a few years for two sixth graders. And it was so great because, first of all, I exposed them let them see how, a, how an artist sees the world, which is a little different than the rest of us, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the stuff she would have them do, you know, the kids would work on it, and they'd come and show it to me. And I said, you know what? I said, it looks great to me, but you've got to go show it to her. <laughs> yeah. And there was a line of kids up to, up to her showing her stuff, and she'd be making marks on that paper and say, no, you go back and work on this again and do it again and do it again, you know, get more out of it. And she just pushed those kids, you know. And I just, you know, that, that was much more than what I could ever do, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and also, like, for example, um, last year, my my Faya teacher was a um, was a yoga fitness instructor. They have a, 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 a business that they operate out of, and then she and she gave some of that to us. You know, um, also like I have uh, folks from the DNR Natural Park Service. They'll come in and do wildlife presentations on environment or water safety or forests and trees. You know, those kinds of things, which which really add to the um, to the core curriculum that we have. So those are some things that we've done. Wow. And, and again, most of all, that's important as uh, teachers of the faith and in the, in the Catholic Church is that integrity, you know, that yes. what we teach is in conformance with the truths of, of our faith that has been handed down through Scripture and tradition. And we live in a time of, uh, you know, sometimes confusion or misunderstanding of, 
the truths of the faith. And so we always want to make sure, I know that's important to many of our listeners on Real Presence Radio, mm-hmm. that uh, the teachings that we hand on to our children and even in our parishes is integral, which means it conforms to the truth of, of God's love, God's plan for us, the scriptures, and uh, in your own life, Jerry, I've, I also wanted to say bravo and uh, just all those years of education, Catholic education, uh, works of apostleship um, and, and evangelization and sharing the faith. Um, it's so important that we be reminded of these things. Uh, any final thoughts, Jerry, on just education? Words of encouragement in the last few seconds here? Well, I, I just think that um, you, you got you, you got to believe, you know, and you have to have people who um, who like what they're doing. You know, I, I'm inspired mm-hmm. by my teachers. I mean, you talk about people of faith. I mean, they have stronger faith than I do, you know, and I'm, I'm just inspired by that. And, and you keep looking for people with diversity, you know, so that mm-hmm. we have to have, you know, birds of a feather flock together. And what you have to do is work. We have we work to have people of different um, abilities and points of view, and that, and that enriches what we give our students. And so you look for that. Very good. Well, thank you, Jerry, for joining us today on Real Presence Live. We appreciate it. Yeah, God hey, bless you, you, Jerry. Have a good day. And uh, next up to uh, Eli for a preview of the next show tomorrow morning. Hey, thanks, Father. You had a good show today, a lot of good guests. But we've got another good one coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. It'll be hosted by Brad Gray and Janine Bitson. They'll be coming to you live from our Fargo studios. Emily Leadham, Director of Marriage, Family, and Respect Life for the Diocese of Sioux Falls, will talk about strengthening our families amidst a culture on the attack. Plus, Thomas Escrow, Director of Evangelization and Discipleship for Sacred Heart Parish, will talk about examining the theme of fatherhood in the iconic man movie, Braveheart. And Father James Chaney of the Diocese of Fargo is celebrating 25 years as as a priest. You won't want to miss some of the wisdom that he'll share. All this and a whole lot more is coming up on our next Real Presence Live. That's going to be tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Thanks, Eli. Appreciate that. And it looks to be an awesome show as we uh, continue to celebrate the faith. And uh, I'm just excited to hear what everyone has to say. I know. Well, and if you missed any of our show today, um, be sure to tune in. We'll have it up on our podcast later today. You can go to the app and find it, or you can also go to realpresenceradio.com and find our great interviews. We had a great show today. Beautiful. Um, Again, on behalf of... uh, All our parishioners of Holy Cross Church in Ipswich, where we're broadcasting from today, they're praying for you and and the apostleship of Real Presence Catholic Radio. And, of course, you're always welcome to uh, visit Real Presence Radio on our website, realpresenceradio.com, and download the Real Presence Radio listening app, a great resource to take with you during the summer boat trip or wherever you travel, (laughs) or even if you do get in the car and decide to go on a family trip, you can listen to Catholic Radio wherever you're at Mm -hmm. and just plug that phone into your car. And even if you're outside the listening area, you can still stay tuned in to your favorite shows. With that being said, we'll close in prayer and let us pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Father in heaven, we ask that you would pour forth the gift of your Holy Spirit upon all your servants. Strengthen us with the gifts of wisdom and understanding, knowledge and counsel, piety, fortitude, and fear the Lord, and that sending forth your Spirit, you would renew the face of the earth. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. 
And thanks, everyone, for joining us on Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith. And I am Heather Carroll. Stay tuned right here on Real Presence Radio for more Catholic content. God bless you, and have a great day. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast anytime of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.